All right. Welcome, everybody. This is Drink at Moe's. Be sure if you're watching YouTube, like, subscribe, turn on the notifications because I got more big things coming. And we got on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can find us. Today, extremely honored to have with us Carrie Silken. How are you doing? Good, my man. Thanks for having me on. It's been a hectic few weeks. I'm still recovering from Texas. Oh, boy, I can imagine. That was one hell of a time. Even well, I, here's the thing. I went down on Tuesday. I was staying at the hotel where the uh, WrestleCon was. Most of my friends, like guys that I'm close with, like <laughs> Luke Williams and some of my non-wrestling friends were coming into town. Most people were coming in Thursday. So yeah. it was just a really, it was a fun week, a long week. There was a lot of pressure. Ooh, I got to go to Dealey Plaza where they where they murdered Kennedy. So that was interesting. Okay. Yes. It, it's, been, it's been a while since I've been to Dallas, but I do remember going by there. Yeah, it's important to go check that out. But Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Um, I guess to get it started, what got you interested in the pro wrestling business, like getting involved with Ring of Honor at the start? Well, I was a... I was a just like most of us were I was a wrestling fan since I was nine years old. And I always kept my eye on business. It was, it was and you know this, it was so, so uncool, right? I, yeah. I would go to shows by myself sometimes because I couldn't get anybody to go, right? You know the story. Oh and, yeah. Uh, we're talking about the 70s and 80s here. You know, they had this. They had this rule at Madison Square Garden. Mo, you know what a blue law is, right? Um, not actually, no. Like, you know, like you can't sell liquor on Sunday or something. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. The bars close at such and such time or it's Easter and whatever. So yeah, in, gotcha. New York, in New York State, they had blue laws for the by the Boxing and Wrestling Commission. And we're talking... Up until 73, I think. Anyway, no masked wrestlers, no gimmick matches like cage matches, chain matches, oh. right? Um, also, the biggest bummer, oh, yeah, um, no women, no masks, the gimmicks. But the biggest bummer, the biggest bummer was that you had to be 14 years old to go to a show. And really? when I was watching, I was like 10 years old watching the old WWF. They would always talk about Madison Square Garden. They would talk about the other towns. I was in Jersey. You know, I'd say to my, my dad, hey, did you take me to the Newark Armory? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was very sad that I wasn't able to go to the garden. But they didn't enforce this everywhere um, in New York State. And my uncle, my uncle Henry, knew the guy that was the promoter at Sunnyside Gardens, which was in Queens, right outside of New York City. And the guy, the promoter's name was Manny Hecklin. And my uncle Henry knew him for years. And he, he asked, hey, Manny, 
what if my, my, my nephew wants to go? He goes, it's all right in my place. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to my first card in, uh, I'll get to your question, don't worry. I got into my first card in uh, January 1st or 2nd of 1967. Dude, I'm old. But um, yeah, um, and I just was in love with it. You know, I would scour the town for the magazines. You know, the, everything was better pre-internet. How old are you? I turned 39 in July. Well, you know about pre-internet. Oh, yeah. It was, everything was better. I mean, everything. But anyway, so I, I was always interested in the wrestling business as and uh, a matter as a matter of fact, I wound up where the hell are they? I wound up getting involved in a project to do wrestling magazines in Puerto Rico. That's right. Ooh. You heard me right. Wrestling magazines in Puerto Rico. Let me grab one. Hold on. Oh, here you go. Ooh, nice. Anyway, my cousin, my cousin, Mike, he was the editor. Not only was he editor of Metal Edge back in the day, and he was, the, this is once again, pre-internet magazines. So he was the editor of a country. He did all kinds of music, rock and roll, jazz, metal, country. It didn't matter. He was also a wrestling fan. He was the guy that, turned me on to wrestling. He was like four years older than me. And uh, mm. we talk every day. But anyway, this is in 1999. We're going to Puerto Rico on vacation. I said, and my, uh, what happened was his company, Sterling McFadden, the publisher, had um, the 40 magazines, including Wrestling World, which was around since the early 60s. And it was down to like six issues a year. And the editor quit or he left or something. Uh, and my cousin wound up being the editor of, of the wrestling world. So we're going to Puerto Rico. I said, hey, hey Mike, they got a really good wrestling scene here. And um, we investigated. We got welcomed in. And after the first show, it reminded me of like going back 40, 30 years to the to like 70s wrestling at the garden. But I said to my cousin, hey, do you think that we could do a, a wrestling magazine in Spanish? He's like, what are you, crazy? Um, <laughs> you're talking about translation, more, uh, layout, blah, 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 distribution. I said, well, do they sell the other magazines from your company in Puerto Rico? Um, yeah. So we, that got me into the wrestling business, uh, which, which led to ROH. And um, here we are in 2022. That's awesome. And the one thing I was also thinking of involving Ring of Honor, and the talk has happened a lot since uh, the final battle show, about Ring of Honor launching the careers of a lot of guys. They're like it's all over the wrestling it's business. All over. I put I put on I put on AEW. I put on WWE. It's like I'm watching all my children. 
You know, whether it's the, the era of Brian Danielson and Samoa Joe and CM Punk, whether it's the era of Tyler Black, Seth Rollins, Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens, uh, Generico, Sami Zayn, so on and so forth, up to Davey Richards, Eddie Edwards, Adam Cole, oh. Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. And I'm oh. leaving a ton of names out here. Roderick Strong. Why do I always leave his name out? So, yeah, <laughs> it, it, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't think of it like that, but I guess it launched a lot of careers. It was a good, it was a good platform yeah. at the time. So I'm grateful. Speaking I was of able Danielson, to, I got I see that. I'm grateful I was able to do that. And uh, we'll see what happens from this point, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, all those names that might, I imagine, may be hard to pick favorites in there because you can't mention. It is hard, it is hard to pick favorites. Um, yeah, there's certain... I mean, when we were running down those names, I left out Homicide. I left out Nigel McGuinness. I left out Loki. I left out Paul London. I left mm. out um, Brian Kendricks. I left out Jay Lethal, my best friend. We could just go on and on and mm. on. Um, Delirious. Seidel's. Colt Cabana. I'm sorry, Colt Cabana. You know, <laughs> Christopher Daniels. Um, so yeah, it's a hell of a list, man. Oh, totally. And two guys that I talked to a couple episodes ago that uh told me to say hi. Who's that? Uh, the, the the SATs. The good guys. You know, oh, they, had yeah. early, they had an early run and never came back. Uh, because I I was listen, I wasn't involved in the booking. I make may make a suggestion, but that's not my yeah. thing. So yeah, the, and they've been very successful, you know, on their I haven't seen them in a long time, but I'm happy for those guys. Oh yeah, they seem to be doing some pretty great things. Uh NYWC, they've been in uh, a bunch of GCW shows, uh fighting a handful of times with the well, Ring of Honor Hall of Famers, the Briscoes. There you go. Right. They, they, you know, they're New York guys, and they've been around a long time. Who knows? Maybe they'll come back to Ring of Honor. Hey, I I actually tweeted after, uh, oh, it was after either after Supercard of Honor or it was within the last few days, they tweeted at them and i kind of quote tweet and be like hey ring of honor make it happen right yeah who knows um it's an interesting time in pro wrestling um who would have thought like my good friend bushwhacker luke says but you know where did the time go but <laughs> 20 years it's crazy then uh it's, it's hard to imagine what's going to roll out in the next two years, but I'm sure it'll be very interesting, my man. Oh, yeah. It's an amazing time to be a fan of pro wrestling because there's literally so much out there to choose from. If you don't like one thing, there's 
bound to be something out there that you'll find that you can enjoy. Yeah, plus with the plus with the way streaming is now, plus with I mean, when Ring of Honor started, the internet was at its infancy. You know, YouTube didn't start till I believe 2009. And um, it just wasn't as much access, you know, in uh, instant gratification style. So, I mean, Ring of Honor, my Ring of Honor was uh, involved in the very inception of uh, pay-per-view events. And there was two ways we did them. One way... You might remember this. Back in 2006, 7, 8, we did these pre-recorded pay-per-views that they didn't come out until like six weeks later. And they were on cable on, there was a thing called, so tell me if you remember this, In Demand or- I, Yeah, I remember. They were also on like uh, HD, not HDNet, excuse me, on the Dish Network. They were on some other, some other, pay-per-view platform on cable TV. I just don't remember the, but anyway, we did those. And even though they were six weeks late, we, we, we did okay with those. And then we were on the very, it didn't always work out, but we were on the, right on the infancy of these internet pay-per-views. Mm, Go yeah. fight live. And, uh, that was always rough sailing. Sometimes it was okay, but there was a couple of, thank God I sold the company in 2013, I think. And Jim Carnett was still involved. We had a, they had a real breakdown in Florida at the, uh, at the uh, WrestleMania weekend. I guess it was super card of honor. Right. So yeah. And Jim went nuts. I, I, I was like, Hey, it ain't me no more, please. But uh, yeah, so the and, and at your age is the perfect age to understand what I'm saying about the way things have changed, the way yeah. the consumption of uh, what am I the consumption of just content, uh, you know, via via video, it's so changed, dude. There was a song in 1989 by Springsteen, 57 channels and nothing on. Mm. Right now, there's 957. Oh yeah, and so I mean, it's just a different. It's a different landscape. It's a different world. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you could just watch anything at any time, almost, if you want to spend the money or wait for it to be on YouTube. So it's it's just a strange time, and I was told although it's not official, that the Ring of Honor pay-per-view last Friday was one of the highest bought pay-per-views. Uh, maybe it was, it was it just did very well. Oh, I, I've heard many people in talks of all the shows during Mania Weekend that that show was like their top one. You saw it, right? Oh yeah, I <laughs> I pre-ordered that and I was watching it, man. Yeah, oh. I mean it was amazing. And uh, I hear some people criticizing, uh, oh this match, why they use this guy. Da, 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 da. For me, the thing flew by. 
a lot of times it's like the show's good, but it's like, oh God, what time is it? But this one, <laughs> when Gresham and Bandito came out, yeah, I leaned over to Bobby Cruz and said the stupidest question ever. You know what it was? Hey man, is this the last match? Well, of course it's the last match. You know, there's the title <laughs> match, and, and we've seen the brisket. So he's like, but that's how fast it went. Oh, I can only imagine. And, then, and the other thing, here's the beauty, the beauty of this. I don't like to know what's going on. And I had, and Bobby, and we had no idea that Samoa Joe was going to stick his nose out. Oh. So that was so cool. Oh, man. I That was, dude, that was chilling and thrilling. That was a moment. Oh, man, I can only imagine being there live for that. It was crazy, dude. That was a, that was a massive pop. Uh, the FTR guys, I mean, I love the Briscoes. They're my guys. But, and uh, FTR, talk, I, said, I had a couple of my, like I said, I had a couple of my friends that they're not really wrestling fans. And I got them up front as close as I could. And I, I said, don't leave. This is for Briscoes and FTR. I go, this is going to be a fight. And it was, and uh, oh yeah, those those guys are really good. FTR, I've gotten to know them a little. They're really good guys. They really respect wrestling history, as does you know Tony Khan. So it's a really good scene there. Um, we'll see. We'll see what's going to roll out. Who knows? But it was a great experience, Mo. Awesome, awesome, great weekend. The WrestleCon was a lot of fun. Uh, seeing Bushwhacker Luke, hanging out with Kevin Sullivan, running into this guy and that guy that I know a little, uh, Jeff Jarrett, this one, you know, hey, hey, what's up? Um, it, it was good. Plus, at the WrestleCon, they had eight shows. Is that enough? <laughs> New Japan, Triple A, Triple A, Super Show this. Uh, I, I couldn't keep track, but it, it was a lot going on there, and it was a lot of fun. Um, hey, it's like we, I got to go to these things. Like I said, they're Luke seventy five, and I just mm. said, dude, we got you know, we got to hang out. So it was really, it was really nice. Where do you live? Omaha, Nebraska. Well, next year's in LA. You got to say, you got to get ready to come out there. I. You know what? I will see what I can do to make that happen. I know I have a bunch of uh, independent wrestlers that are friends of mine out there that I've been told all I got to do is get a plane ticket. Well, that ain't too much to ask. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, I've never actually been to a Mania weekend, so that would be pretty fun time. And also, I've never... I've only ever watched on TV the the Ring of Honor shows. Oh, I've never shame actually, on you. Oh. You got to come to a live show. Oh man, I've been wanting to so bad. I just it seems like whenever they come close, it's either I think as far as AEW goes, they've only come as close as kansas city well maybe they'll get closer as time goes on who knows oh yeah hey um just this last saturday 
they had the World of Wheels and Hangman Adam Page was there. At what? At the World of Wheels Auto Show. Okay, cool. And what city was that, that in? Uh, that was he here in Omaha, just across oh, town. That's cool. Did you go? Oh, yeah, I went. I had a, one of his action figures I went to get signed. And, yeah, no, I'm hoping, I mean, I mean, we were talking about Ring of Honor. I want to go to a Ring of Honor show really damn bad. Well, we will. Listen, man, I got to wrap this up. You want to do, um, do you want me to do the, uh, the promo on this for you? Oh yeah, no, we can we can get that get that taken care of. Or just um, just want me to send you email you the clip. Uh, you um, emailing me a short clip. It doesn't got to be anything. Got it. Hey, That's listen. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, whatever. Keep in touch, and uh, I enjoyed talking to you, my man. I enjoyed talking to you too, and. Like I mentioned many, many times, extremely grateful Thank you. to get the opportunity to talk to you. No problem. Thanks again, man. Right. Cool. Thanks, bro.